Hey everyone, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Sugar Pills, A Practical Guide to Self-Care. So this is the first part of a five-part series on how self-care can help you increase your bottom line as an entrepreneur. So basically that means how having a solid self-care lifestyle and practice in place can help you not only flourish personally, but also professionally. How taking care of yourself first, really having strong boundaries and standards and accountability, how does that play into building a profitable and purposeful career and brand for yourself? So that's what we're going to do a deep dive into, five essential ways that taking care of yourself Having self-care practices in your life not only fulfills you as a person, but also fulfills you as a creative professional. So let's dive into that first way. So the first way is to take inspired action. So you might think, what does taking inspired action have to do with self-care? Well, the only way that your actions will be inspired is if you are in tune with yourself if you are in tune with your inner being, your higher self, your true self, your authentic self. And the only way you get that alignment and attunement is through self-care practices, by knowing who you are and being in touch with that person, that higher being in you. And so by inspired action for your business, what I mean is not jumping on every bandwagon. Oh, everyone's on TikTok. Everyone's on Instagram. Everyone's doing a LinkedIn, you know, content creation strategy. Everyone is, you know, blah, 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 blah. Everyone's always doing something and something new is always popping up. But how do you know what is right for you and your business? And how do you know what is right for you, your business, and what's in alignment with your vision is through inspired action, not just taking action randomly, because that's when you get on your hamster wheel. You know, those people who are always busy, just being busy for the sake of being busy, but they're actually not moving forward or going anywhere that is on that hamster wheel running around that's because they're taking action but it's not inspired so the way in which you take inspired action the five ways is one meditate have a solid meditation plan in place that is when you get your best inspiration your clarity that's how you gain discernment so you know that when something comes along for you or your business you have that inner guidance, that gut feeling, that that instinct on whether or not it's right for you and your brand or your business, whether it's not in it, whether or not it's in alignment with the value that you add to your clients, not just another gimmicky cool thing that every business is doing. Because everything that every business is doing doesn't necessarily mean that it's right for you and your business. But the only way you have that discernment is you're getting quiet and having a solid meditation practice in, practice in place. The second way is through journaling and goal setting. So the way in which you take inspired action is to know what your goals are, to know where you're going. So you know the steps in which to take to get there. So you want to set goals for your business and your brand and then work backwards on the steps you need to take in order to get there. But remember, when it comes to goal setting, you still want to be flexible. You know where you're going, but be flexible in how you get there. So you don't want to be rigid in your plan. You do want to have flexibility in it and grace, but you also want to know where it is you're going. So you want to journal and you want to goal set. Journaling will really help you figure out the why of your business. Why are you starting a business? Why are you a creative professional? Why do you want to help? 
you know, why do you believe what you're doing has value, X, Y, and Z. So once you have your why of your business in place, then you can create goals that you want to get your business to and then take inspired action from that place. The third is research others. Do a competitive analysis. And by competitive, I don't mean comparison. I don't mean compare. This is where I am. This is how old I am. This is what I want. And then all these people who are younger than me, cooler than me, are moving faster, bigger, better than me. I don't mean comparison. I just mean competitive, just as within the space of your industry. So if you are a graphic designer, if you are a copywriter, if you're a singer-songwriter, see who in this space is kind of where you are. Take inventory of what they're doing and look to them for inspiration to take inspired action. Don't look at them as competition. It's just competitive within this space, but not comparison and not competition. And when you have that mindset of, I'm going to research others in the space who are at my level and see what they're doing, but I'm also going to up level and see who is a couple of steps above me of where I want to be and what are they doing differently than what I'm doing and let that inform or inspire the action that you take within your business. So you're not comparing yourself in a negative way. You're not looking at these people as your competition. You're looking at these people as your peers within the space that you work in and you're just going to learn from them so you can take inspired action to up level your game. The fourth way to take inspired action is to seek guidance, but to always trust your gut. And that goes back to meditation and journaling and being really clear on who you are and what you have to offer. Because you can always seek guidance from, you know, a mastermind group or like a Facebook group or you know, um, you know, there's people that you respect and admire, you can always respect or um, seek guidance from them. And they may have the best intentions when they give you advice or they give you feedback. But that doesn't naturally mean that their advice or feedback is right for you. So you really have to have that discernment in place to know if that person's guidance or feedback is in alignment with what you know to do and what you know where you and your brand and your business are going. So definitely seek guidance, you know, have a support group, but also have those self-care practices in place where you can also trust your gut and have your instinct override any guidance or advice, but be open to feedback and be open to constructive criticism. And the fifth way to create inspired action is to test and gather data and then course correct. And the reason this may sound pretty technical and you're like, how is that in self-care? Well, you have to have a pretty good level of self-esteem and confidence to be open to testing something, have it not work out exactly, and just realize that that is just information. It is not failure. So if you haven't been working on your self-care, if you haven't been building up your self-esteem, your self-confidence, your worthiness, you will see something not working out as a reflection of you being a failure rather than it just being information because that's all it is. Failure is an event. It's not who you are. And it's just information on which way to move next. Just gives you extra information to course correct. So if you are able able to take information when things don't go exactly as planned or as projected and just use it as a way to course correct, that's a 
great sign that your self-care practices are working and that you have a really solid and healthy perspective on things. So let's just quickly recap on those things. Um, The five ways to take inspired action within your business from a point of self-care. The first one is to meditate so you can get that discernment. You get that gut feeling, that intuition, that instinct flowing so that you know within seconds whether or not something is right for you and your brand and your business. Second, you want to journal and goal set. So journaling will get you very clear on the why of your business, who you serve and why you serve them and what value you add. And goal setting will help you have a vision for your brand so you can see where your brand is going so you know the inspired steps and actions to take in order to get there. Third, you want to research others but from a place of seeing what their strategies are, seeing what steps they're taking, not from a place of comparison and competition, but just from a place of this person is doing it, they're killing the game, what blueprint can I create from what they're doing, and then apply that to my brand in a very authentic and unique way to myself. The fourth way is to seek guidance, but always trust your gut. So seek guidance, you know, have a support system, have a mastermind group, you know, have people that you can go to to bounce ideas off, you know, whether it's, um, you know, an old boss, a colleague, you know, a great friend, someone within that space, anyone that you can really go to for support. But again, know what's right for you and your brand so that you can always trust your gut. So if you need to override someone's guidance or feedback, you can do it in a way from a place of confidence not from a place of uncertainty. And then the fifth way is to test and gather data and then course correct. So don't think that you put a product out there or you put a plan out there, you want something and it doesn't work. It doesn't, you know, fly or whatever it is. Don't take that as a failure. Just take that as information. And that's also a good way to see what will work. So say you have three logos and you don't know which one to do. Test test them. You know, we live in a world of information gathering. It's never been easier to test your ideas. You know, do a survey, survey your audience, which logo resonates with you the most and see which one comes up. So you want to, you want to test and gather data and then course correct, course correct based on that information. So there you have it. That was the first part of our five part series on how self-care can help you increase your bottom line as an entrepreneur. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you want to get the rest of uh, this series and other episodes. And if you found value in it, be sure to do me a quick favor and just share, rate, and review. Make sure you share this podcast with anyone that you think would find it of value as well. And please rate us and give us a great review. Until next time, this is Candy Washington.